0: Fuck you. That's my name. Speaking of oof tattoos, uh, i don't fucking remember what i said now
1: (laughs) it's okay it's okay (laughs) we were trying to recreate something that we did before but we're oh (laughs) oh, that's
0: right i I said this movie has a lot of tattoo regret in it that's that's what i said
1: yeah uh that that's a good segue right or not even not even a segue at this point anyways close enough This is Sharks Across Hollywood. Like I said last week, we're going to stop this fucking pandering bullshit. Nobody's ever seen this movie. Did you watch this movie with your son? Yes, I did. One, two, three, four, five, six people have seen this movie. (laughs) That we can verify. (laughs) Yeah. It's called Automaton Transfusion. No, there are no robots in it. It is about zombies. There is a reason it's called Automaton Transfusion is because they wanted to make it about robot zombies. That makes
0: more sense because there's nothing in the movie to indicate why the fuck the title is Automaton Transfusion nothing
1: (laughs) no not a damn thing but uh i've had this movie for years and years and years i saw it at walmart and i'm like that looks fucking cool so i bought it and i got it home and i'm like that was fucking cool and then i listened to the commentary track (laughs) and i'm like all that shit makes sense and that's how i learned that they they just didn't have the budget to make it about fucking robot zombies
0: question the disc i bought the dimension extreme terror six pack yeah is a 4-3 letterboxed edition sure is so i had to zoom in and it looks like it was recorded off of a viral web clip from the early 2000s is that the same edition you have
1: so what you do is you don't do that and you just watch the movie on your widescreen and just leave it in the box it's fine
0: no no, it it's oh, uh, by the way, I had to adjust the settings on my TV because of the janky ass filmmaking. They used a video <laughs> camera, but they used the video camera with I'm guessing 30 frames per second, and 30 frames per second is fine if you're watching on a 60 frames per second TV. But if you're watching on a TV that is set to 24 frames per second, then the 30 frames per second makes it look like the video is skipping constantly
1: it is very very weirdly jittery it's i think it's an earlier an early 2000s digital camera yes
0: i i'm guessing it was a camera that's very similar to the camera i have like i said the camera i had have- Records at 30 frames per second, or it will record at 24 frames per second, or it'll record at what's called 24 frames per second advanced, in which it breaks up the 24 frames into the 30 frame space and creates kind of a weird stuttering motion, which works great again if you're watching on a a 60 frames per second TV, which is what used to be the standard. But nowadays, we've got these smart TVs that will adapt to 24 frames per second for movies. Well, my TV noticed it was a movie, adapted it to 24 frames per second, and it looked like shit the entire time because it kept skipping
1: i don't think the tv that i watch this on is new enough to have that happen
0: i was able to go in and find a manual setting that undid it so that smoothed it out a little bit and so for my second watch it didn't look like total garbage it just looked like mostly garbage it is a very
1: jittery movie but i think it kind of it almost works in its favor i feel like that's kind of a character now
0: oh no this movie is i would say this movie is very much like a movie from the 1980s that was produced by Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell that you may or may not be aware of listener i'm guessing you're aware of it andrew called the dead next door
1: is that their fi- their their short film or no. that is a short that is like no it was a movie
0: film? that that they co-produced it was shot on 8mm and blown up to 16mm and it's hilarious and it's it's kind of just like this it's a time capsule of the 80s and independent filmmaking. I mean, it's really all about that cheeseball independent zombie filmmaking, which is the only reason this movie is tolerable. (laughs) If you aren't a fan of cheesy independent zombie movies, this film is going to be insufferable because literally everything about it except the special effects, the zombie kill special effects, is horrible. The That's, writing is horrible, oh, the yeah. directing is horrible, the camera work is nauseating at best. The camera quality is terrible. The DVD quality is terrible. I will give credit to the zombie effects. They were very good. For the budget of this movie, which looks like it was lower than Thanksgiving, $30,000. The effects were very good.
1: This movie was shot for $30,000. Now, the th- this is this is the real how they even fucking have a movie with with what they had to work with. $30,000, 9 days.
0: Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Nine days? So this
1: movie's a fucking masterpiece Jesus for that. Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> wow. This movie's budget was so low that when you're watching, at the end, there are these kind of glamour shots of like seven of the main characters. They all have the photographer's website stamped at the bottom of them. <laughs> oh,
1: you watched all the way through the credits, too, didn't you? Yes.
0: This movie <laughs> was so low budget, they couldn't afford... To crop out the and and I'm sure that was a cont- part of the contractual agreement to get the photographer to take those five shots was that he had they had to allow him to have his website stamped on them. It might as well just say Shutterstock across them.
1: I do I do actually really like this movie though.
0: This definitely is right up the alley of anybody who enjoys the independent zombie movie.
1: It is not for everybody because yeah. this, objectively, this movie's awful.
0: This is this is a very narrow appeal movie. <laughs> And I got to say, I did enjoy it when I watched it with my son. Like, I enjoyed it a lot. But there was a time where this was a movie I would have enjoyed alone. And that time is no more. I only enjoy this kind of movie so I can rip on it with the person I'm watching it with. Cool. I watched it twice by myself. You know, and in fairness, when I was your age, probably about the same.
1: Yeah, I bought this movie at Walmart. And I remember I had a, I, I was dating a girl at the time. And I'm like, let's go. We're going we're gonna to watch this. We're going to watch it with our friend and her boyfriend. And then those are the four. That's the four people. Who have right. seen
0: it. And then me and my son, so six.
1: And they obviously didn't appreciate it because they're like, there's no blood in the pool. There's what's this? What's happening? I'm like <laughs> just shut up. Watch the fucking movie and leave me alone. There's no blood in the pool because they couldn't
0: afford to pay to be allowed to put blood in the pool. That
1: is exactly and and the commentary track, you know that <laughs> right right when it happens. <laughs> the camera drops they also drop like a thirty thousand fucking dollar camera off this balcony and apparently the producer saw that he wasn't there when they started doing that (laughs) apparently he walked in and he saw them doing that and he's like what the fuck (laughs) um but yeah the uh, everybody on the track screams we know there's no blood in the pool (laughs) and i'm like yeah no I and they 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 had a commitment to not use any CGI. It definitely looks like they didn't use any CGI. Yeah, the effects in this movie are fucking great. And because the guy who did the effects was the guy with the Greg penis Nicotero. gun, Oh, Tom Savini. Tom Savini? It did was the his, effects? No. It was his like assistant oh. or apprentice who did them. Oh, oh, all right. So it's a guy who worked with him, so naturally he would have picked up a few things.
0: Maybe it's just some guy who went to the Tom Savini school cuz that's a, that's a thing. He has his own yeah, school. Yeah, okay, that would I met I met a girl in Spokane who went to the Tom Savini school. She
1: sounds awesome. Bring her bring her over.
0: She is. She's she was very cool. I only hung out with her one time but a uh, very interesting and fun person. But <laughs> I'm guessing people do that and then claim a lot more than there.
1: maybe but hey fuck <laughs> like it it achieve. works especially thirty thousand dollars there's a you know it's all on the screen as far as oh as, it's absolutely. all yeah. so this guy also went to full sale university <laughs> which is where which is where that ending shot is shot and this movie i i saw it and i'm like full sale university huh i looked into it i applied and they're like you're too poor. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but I, I talked to a guy from Full Sail at Hastings. I was sitting at Hastings and it was $75,000 for a four-year program, which isn't that expensive when it's film school, really. But I was talking to him about this movie. I'm like, yeah, Automaton Transfusion. It was shot there. He's like, never heard of it. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> clearly, clearly you know shit about your students. So I don't need you. Clearly I didn't because I never made a movie. I was about to
0: say, how did this movie even get a release? But then I thought, well, if it only costs 30000 to make... Then Dimension probably just paid, you know, a hundred thousand for it and was like, All right, you know, we'll we'll make that yeah. just off of video store sales because at oh, the yeah. time video stores were still a thing.
1: Two thousand six this movie was released, I think. Two thousand six, yeah. two thousand seven.
0: They were on their way out, but they were still around. Yeah.
1: I rented it. No, I didn't. Did I rent it? No, I bought No, I bought it at Walmart. I just fucking said that. God damn, I'm stupid. And now I, I bought it twice.
0: Brand I know, new twice. I know my youngest was born in 2006 and he was born at the previous house we used to live in. And when we lived at that house, you could still go to Hollywood and Blockbuster and rent videos. So
1: so I also want to talk about, speaking of filmmaking and cheap movies, I want to talk about the director real quick.
0: Quote unquote director. No, Stevens. That, that's not that's not fair. That's <laughs> it's a $30,000 movie. They, they did a hell of a job for $30,000. It just needs that qualifier slapped on the beginning of
1: it. His name is Stephen C. Miller, and guess what? He has a career. Oh, I was going to say, and guess what? He's my cousin. That's right. There, there are Millers everywhere. I hate my fucking name, by the way, everybody. He has a career. I was prepared to shit on him a little bit, because I like this movie. I watched another movie by him th- that we got in horror pack one month it's called under the bed cool simple concept about a literal monster living under this kid's bed the movie was not good but then you get to the last like 15 20 minutes i'm like This is fucking awesome because there it is again. The creature effects and the gore effects are fucking great.
0: (laughs) He's connected with people who know how to do good effects. That's the key.
1: He's a competent enough director. Like, obviously, he gets movies finished because he's made. He's made more than that. He's made several. He's got seven upcoming projects. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven.
0: I'm shocked the Asylum hasn't snapped this guy up yet.
1: 11, 12, 13, plus the seven that he has coming up. He is a schlockmeister, of course. Not like a super fun schlockmeister, but this, I was prepared to shit on him because his movies are quote unquote bad, right? This motherfucker has a career. I follow him on, I followed him on Instagram just the other day. Bought his wife a fucking Tesla. He's doing okay. (laughs) Yeah. Right? He has the career that I kind of want.
0: Just making shitty fun movies. Yeah.
1: He's ma- you, know, you know what he has made? A couple of those fucking straight-to-DVD Bruce Willis movies. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, Marauders.
0: I've never heard of it.
1: Exactly. And he made that movie, Extraction. Not the one that just came out on Netflix recently, but it's got Gina Carano and Bruce Willis in it. And then uh, he also directed... What Sylvester Stallone calls one of the worst movies he's ever been in. Escape Plan 2. Stallone will shit on that movie constantly and I've heard him do it. Wow. But how many of you people have directed a movie with Stallone in it? I'm guessing Stallone must
0: have gotten iced out of the royalties on it or something
1: it has a 3.9 on imdb2 apparently it's real bad
0: stallone's been in bad movies before but he won't shit on him until something happens to his paycheck
1: that might be a fair point but then he they made the third one and he's like this is what it should have been in the first place
0: i still haven't seen the original escape plan
1: i believe he's pretty good yeah jim kaviesel's kind of a fucking weirdo in real life but he plays a fun bad guy so He's a good actor.
0: I know. I know he's up to some weird shit in real life, but he's a good actor. So
1: he became like a. I don't know if he's really conservative or what, but he's one of those crazy Christian people.
0: Yeah, I know. I've seen him on TBN before, so oh, that's never oh, a good there we sign. go. At the same time, I have seen Jake the Snake on TBN too. No, Jake also the Snake not is out of his mind. mind.
1: Well, Jake the Snake's a fucking drug addict, so naturally right. they drift towards religion yep. to replace that fucking giant drug shaped hole in their hearts. Yep, in their souls, in their stomachs. In their arms. Wherever they fucking put that shit.
0: (laughs) Your lack of drug knowledge is showing.
1: (laughs) Either way, I saw Jake the Snake once when I was 12. Peak drug-addled Jake the Snake. Couldn't tell. The dude's a fucking performer. You saw that. You saw that documentary. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I I saw Beyond the Mat. That's a favorite.
1: I'm glad that he's clean, though. That's cool. WWE Hall of Famer and shit. As if that fucking matters. They're just going to keep on pushing Brock Lesnar down our throats and Ronda Rousey and shit. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. We're recording this the day after the Royal Rumble of 2022. Fuck you, Vince, you fucking dipshit. Well, tell him what you really feel. Well, I was having fun for a minute. I thought, oh, Ronda Rousey won the Women's Royal Rumble. It couldn't possibly, something stupid couldn't possibly happen in the Men's Royal Rumble, could it? I was having fun too.
0: I think you're underestimating the uh, the commitment to <laughs> stupidity of Vince McMahon.
1: Well, I had fun with the match right before it, too. It was like a throwaway match, but it had Edge and Beth Phoenix versus the Miz and his wife, Maurice, And it was fun and stupid and completely pointless. (laughs) And it was just fun, dumb stuff. It was the bathroom break match, essentially. You know, they have those. They have break matches in between like the big stuff. So you can kind of take a fucking breath.
0: It's kind of funny because those can be. I mean, in the ones I've watched with you, it is funny how many of those throwaway matches are the most fun of the entire event.
1: It's because, yeah, there's no pressure. There's no titles. There's nothing. It's just basically an excuse to watch Edge beat mythamiz up and to have my kids <laughs> go, I don't like her hair because Beth Phoenix kind of had a luna vachon thing going on with a big mohawk (laughs) and crazy makeup and shit she's a badass they call her the glamazon i can dig it she could lift me up with one hand so stephen c miller congratulations on having that kind of a career where you're obviously making money you you bought a tesla those things are very expensive this movie
0: based off of this movie yes (laughs) that i mean this is his first movie right yeah yeah
1: he did a couple shorts prior to this but yeah this was fresh out of film school he tried to make the movie and then it didn't quite work and then he was apparently he was really miserable in his job editing commercials or some shit and they're like hey let's make this movie man and he's like finally fuck so let's let's, let's actually break into this automaton transfusion directed by steven c miller
0: no relation right off the bat do not watch this if you're an epileptic oh my god because that opening credit sequence will fuck you up
1: oh we get a cold open first though the cold open yeah it's it's, pretty cold it's Uh, literally a cold open it takes place in a morgue where they're putting a dead body in a fridge
0: (laughs) this is decidedly the worst effects scene of the entire movie like i feel like they shot this last and their budget had entirely run out and the guy who was doing the effects was not available that day so they were like you know what we can just do this one ourselves this is not an overly complicated effect and it fucking shows what which part every every part of this scene except him vomiting into the garbage can looks like shit the body the blood effects on the body look like shit the guy when he come when he comes to life out of the uh, the refrigerator tray looks like (laughs) shit and that bending backwards dragging the guy in Conceptually, the zombie grabs the guy at the waist and pulls him into this refrigerator shaft and it bends him backwards and his spine breaks ostensibly. I mean, we get a sound effect. And he pulls him into the thing, right? Conceptually, a very cool kill. And it looks like such shit, despite it being probably what would have been the easiest effect of the movie because the legs of his pants behind him as he's being dragged in are fucking empty. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's no legs in there. It's just empty pants. $30,000. Keep that in mind. They could have stuffed it with some fucking rags or or, or just the director's jacket. Nine days. Keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> this was definitely day nine, hour 18.
1: You know, there's a making of documentary and they do not talk about this scene, actually.
0: Yeah. Because it's a shit scene. This sets a bad tone for the entire movie. <laughs> and I thing, like it. I the only care. thing I can think to justify it is they were saying, all right, let's make the opening scene absolutely the worst scene of the movie. That way it'll all be uphill from
1: there. I think I'm going to start a new a metal band and call it Blood Puddle. That's not a bad name for a band. Because <laughs> there's a lot of blood puddles in this movie. And in my notes it says Blood Puddle like a few times. It's the orderly. He's he's Apparently it's his first day because he like... he's running with this fucking body on this gurney stretcher thing. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? This guy's dead. Who cares? But then I realize I think he's just trying to get it pushed in there as quickly as possible before he pukes. I think they were trying
0: to give this scene a level of intensity that it did not earn. No, what was
1: happening? You're absolutely right about that. (laughs) You know, after that scene, after the dude gets broken in half and shit, Oh, we meet the, we meet the mortician by the way, who becomes important here. Oh, you yeah.
0: know what though? I should say I should give credit where credits due. That opening shot from inside the cooling tray. Oh yeah, Winnie. Yeah, that's a good opening mm-hmm. shot. So it's not like there's no skill involved here. It's just that the scene just immediately degrades from there.
1: Maybe it was legitimately their everybody's first time. Maybe it was the first day.
0: Maybe they hadn't figured it out yet. Maybe effects guy wasn't on set yet, and so they were like, "Well, let's just get, let's just knock this out, and then he'll be here, and then we can move on to the next." scene. The
1: skin stretch bit is cool though. When when the, when the zombie bit him in the neck, and then, like you just see the skin just pull away from his face. Is that in this scene? Yeah, they do I it miss, a couple I times. Missed it. Long ass opening credit sequence though. <laughs> <laughs> My
0: son just looks over at me and goes, "How long is this sequence going to go on?" I'm getting a headache from all this
1: flashing. Then you look at him and slap him and say the movie had to be at least seventy five minutes so they could get distribution. <laughs> so they make up for the lack of actual movie with overly long credit sequences.
0: Oh my the God. whole
1: runtime of this thing is a like one hour and fifteen minutes.
0: yeah. the frustrating part is the ending, but we'll get to that still.
1: <laughs> I like the ending. I think it's got it's got
0: badass them and fuck that ending. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so right after the opening credits we cut to the this fun school which happens to be a christian school in real life and they they convince these people to let them shoot there and they're like oh it's kind of a scary movie yet they're gonna shoot a fucking bloodbath here in a minute not in a minute <laughs> it's
0: this, eventually the opening school sequence shit is i mean that's honestly where the hilarity starts that's
1: a teen movie and it's just this crappy emo band i think they're actually called dance floor tragedy
0: oh, oh my god <laughs> what, what 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 did i write here i ah the dulcet tones of new metal.
1: It's fucking, it's, it's pop punk.
0: It's fucking garbage is what it is. Oh my God. The music in this movie is so bad that when they finally cut to the stock horror movie music at about the 45 minute mark, I was relieved.
1: <laughs> no, the, yeah. It's obviously a local band that, that the guys knew. Because if you, if you, oh if, you yeah, think, if you look at the guys back then on that on the making of documentary. They're all alternative kids, you know?
0: Yeah. Even the jock has a douche tattoo on his upper shoulders when the, in the later scene, when he takes his shirt off.
1: Yeah. This is another movie where that whole thing could have been like avoided the, the weird, like, why are they so fucking old if they were just in college? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, So, so many, like you said, so many of
0: these fucking stories could be solved by just putting them in college because they all look like they're in their goddamn 30s.
1: Just put them in college. They were all actually in fucking college at the time. Yeah.
0: Seriously, All I mean, that, least... the sequence with the pregnant lady—we just start. My son started howling with <laughs> laughter when
1: that couple appeared on screen. He was like, "What the fuck are these people doing at a high school party?" She is a quote-unquote pregnant high schooler, and <laughs> something really awesome happens to her. We'll get to She's
0: it. She's a pregnant high schooler who looks thirty, and her she guy was... looks thirty-five. If. He's a day.
1: She was their set photographer.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. That sounds about right. <laughs> so dance she floor really wasn't an actor. So dance floor tragedy Um, back then. <laughs> yeah. This music is a dance floor. Tragedy. This is
1: this is very uh low rent emo pop punk screamo stuff
0: this this stuff is so it's all it's what you this is so nondescript emo (laughs) rock like scream what do they call it like screamo screamo it's what you
1: listen to when you've listened to hawthorne heights way too many fucking times and you just need something else
0: i just had flashbacks of when my daughter was obsessed with black veil brides ew yeah yeah tell her no yeah no she's over it she, that was years she was like 13
1: give her a give her a from the future slap in her past <laughs> black veil brides fucking suck okay oh you they're, think they're you not think i don't know that black veil brides fucking sucks like they're not untalented guys all those metal guys have like something that i could never have in a million years but that music is fucking <laughs> rough I, I did, I do still kind of enjoy uh, Ice Nine Kills, but it's an aesthetic thing and a, and a subject matter thing because they're fun and yeah. weird and they Those have are the that guys song. you showed me with the uh the, the child's, child's play video, video. <laughs> yeah yeah okay. I, I like them that's actually a pretty good song that's a fun song i don't yeah, like that, all their stuff
0: I, I am not into that music at all but no, you know really. i mean it's all of a type but i will give you i will give you this much not the worst of the genre oh no and that's why I,
1: well i thought that that might be a gateway thing and i'm like oh, i'll give another one of these bands a try turn on august burns red 30 seconds bored out of my fucking mind
0: as i said Ice Nine Kills is not the worst of this genre. Dance Floor Tragedy is the worst of this genre. <laughs>
1: well, there, it's two different things. <laughs> Ice Nine Kills now is like a metalcore band. Back then, I think they sounded about like that, Yeah, actually. They've been around for over 20 years, and they, they're they just now starting to fucking...
0: Well, hey, you know, whatever yeah. you got. I'm not trying to shit... If, Look, if you like blackfield brides or ice nine kills or even fucking dance floor tragedy i'm not trying to take that away from you i'm just saying don't put it in my fucking zombie movies please i think dance floor please, tragedy please, please
1: i think dance floor tragedy existed in florida in 2006 and that's it
0: yeah i googled them <laughs> nothing, nothing
1: right yeah nothing so we meet tim and scott the comic relief
0: tim is quote. definitely the comic relief <laughs> scott is kind of the badass because um, he has
1: brass knuckles and he
0: takes him to school. Wow, that's a that's a that's a good example to set for the well, kiddos.
1: Well, he's black in Florida. You need <laughs> well, something. That,
0: that's fair. He is the only <laughs> black face in this movie.
1: We meet Tim and Scott, and Tim apparently likes this young lady named Simone, who almost looks like she could be in high school. She's got the braces thing going she on. She is
0: definitely the closest of anyone in this movie to being a high school. Maybe well, Tim. Oh, okay. Maybe no, Tim.
1: Know. Tim's kind of got it. No, no. <laughs> Tim
0: looks like he's solidly in his middle twenties. I will say though maddie she'd like yeah. be in high school i knew that that's where you were yeah. going yep her and maddie are clearly the closest to actual high school students but it's
1: only because she has braces take those fucking braces off and but tim likes simone he says hi simone and she like turns around and goes ew basically yeah <laughs> she's a cheerleader it is i will
0: say this this man is not a good director the actors were not good actors but that specific reaction of her to tim saying hi simone was pure high school
1: then it cuts to those girls and they're like ew it's so gross do you think they're gonna come to the party tonight and they're like Simone's like, well, yeah, their their best friend is dating Jackie. Uh, and those two fucking idiots are definitely gonna be at the party. And that's what she that's what they sound like. I'm not exaggerating, I'm a little no, bit, but
0: not much though. I had a guy moment right during this scene, like like of me just guying out for a second. And it really highlighted what a douchebag I can be at certain times. Because Simone's friend is easily the prettiest girl in this whole movie for me. But Her eyebrows were fucking bumming me out. She has these hyper-plucked eyebrows, and I'm just like... Oh,
1: why did the director not say something to her? <laughs> the hottest girl in the movie is a girl who dies brutally. For me, I'm very curious to find out which one. So then we meet the bullies, and I, I wrote down that this bully looks like Ben Affleck, specifically from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes, like his character there. Yes, who, he shows up yes. for like three seconds, and but he just looks like that, and he also he kind of looks like a mix between those two characters that have that interaction in Buffy the Vampire Slayer yeah. of the
0: movie. He doesn't look like Ben Affleck, but he does. He has that same. He, he has a vibe like Ben Affleck, yeah. specifically in buffy the vampire so and like, yes, like early 90s agree. yeah
1: early 90s affleck and he's like he does the thing you talking about woman <laughs> and, then, and then
0: what what the fuck's his name scott scott and he's scott like, pulls fuck out yeah. pulls
1: out his brass <laughs> he knuckles, pulls out the brass
0: knuckles and it's yeah. like i'll talk to whoever the fuck i want and the guy looks down at his brass knuckles and then does that high school jock saving face thing oh and, they're gonna talk to whoever oh, they yeah, want oh huh? yeah, yeah, yeah yeah oh yeah <laughs>
1: Just watch yourself.
0: And then walks away.
1: <laughs> and then they have him and Scott and Tim have a little exchange. Tim's like, God, I'd like to fuck up that guy's day. And this is a line that's very important later for, for a couple reasons. We'll get there. And Scott says, I think he might be a little psycho. I would love to drive a chain th- chainsaw right through his face. And then my son looks over at me <clears> and goes, foreshadowing that guy's getting a chainsaw. Yeah, to face.
0: He's definitely getting a chainsaw <laughs> out of the face. This that, is that type of movie.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Would you want it any other oh, way though?
0: Absolutely not. No.
1: Well, that's what I'm like. I like this movie because a it's short B you don't have to think at all. Is there a C I, I, I missed probably
0: 70% of the dialogue and I didn't miss anything.
1: There's one story beat and that's at like near the end of the movie. And that's yeah. it.
0: And, and they actually slow everything down for about three minutes to give you that story yeah. beat. So it's like, all right, that's fine. That's all you need. Like, for me, this is a
1: perfect shitty zombie movie. I could have used a fucking ending. <laughs> Except that part. Okay, so now we cut to Chris and Jackie. Chris is the is the best friend that those popular bitches were referring to. And Jackie is also a cheerleader and their friend. And they're making out in his car, apparently, like, prior to school on their lunch hour or something. Like, I don't in know, you know. the
0: school parking lot. And she just takes her top off and is tits out in the school parking lot. And I'm like, okay, all right, it's fine. It's that kind of movie. Whatever.
1: You need at least one boob shot. And I'm
0: a hundred percent pro boobs. I I, I've gone on record on this show. I'm a hundred percent pro boobs. So I'm not complaining, but it is funny.
1: And Jackie's cute enough.
0: No, she's not an unattractive lady. And then they have
1: they have that little conversation. He's like, dude, do we have to go to this fucking party? He's not into it. And she's like, Yeah, where we gotta go. And she's like, you know what? She's a cool girlfriend, actually. She's like, You know what? It's not your thing. What are you guys gonna do instead? He's like, We're gonna go see dance floor tragedy at at downtown, and she's like, They suck. And he's like, They don't suck. It's like the, and, then and then she it's, doubles down. She's like, they totally suck. And the way she delivers that line isn't good, but it's cute. I don't know. There's yeah. something about it. She's like, they suck. They do suck. <laughs> okay. So then we cut to the classroom. and Oh, I- wait. You know what? No, no. Before, yeah. before we
0: move on, I want to say, did it irritate the shit out of you how much this guy looks like a giant baby with a five o'clock
1: shadow? He really does. <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> what the fuck is up with that? He also shows up in Under the Bed for like a second. As a giant baby with a five o'clock shadow? Nobody looks exactly the same. His acting is slightly he's better. A,
0: he's such a weird looking guy. <laughs> I hate to shit on anybody for the way they look just because, you know, it's like, I look like shit too. So I understand. It's just, But it's like, they cast you as the lead of the movie. Andy has a faux hawk. And I can't get over his big baby face with that... 27 year old five o'clock shadow going on.
1: i think he was a law student so i don't know how old he actually was law student yeah with that haircut no they put him in that haircut for the movie oh, and apparently they had to bring him back for reshoots and he got annoyed because they had to put him in that haircut again <laughs> <laughs> uh this confuses me because on what fucking planet do these kids do all this stuff on a monday because the first th- <laughs> The first thing the teacher says is, I'm glad to see you all back here after the weekend.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they're going they're going to concerts and they're having a rager on a Monday night. <laughs> like, what the fuck?
1: And while all this is going on, there's some kid who starts to freak out in the middle of the class.
0: I did like the uh, the lead up to it where they kind of we go into the student's head as he's devolving into his bizarre zombie mental state. And suddenly the teacher starts talking like Satan. Oh, yeah. They, they do that divorce thing and it <laughs> that was a fun, that, that that was a fun little effect that they had.
1: And that kid who's about to go ape shit is apparently played by the director's brother, I think if I remember correctly.
0: My son was cracking up because the teacher and I completely missed this until he said it. The teacher says, "Turn to page 648 in your textbooks, 640 600 page textbooks." Yeah. And then and then they cut to the shot of the kid at the table, right? And one guy in his textbook flips to the very back of the book <laughs> and the guy on the other side of him is flipped to the very front of the book he's like 10 pages in
1: well you can't you can't have everything all right <laughs> i actually worked on a movie where we were in a classroom and it was fucking weird <laughs> it was a lot like actually it, was, it was shots kind of similar we cut to out in the hallway there's just people out in the fucking hallway during class like what is going on tim and scott just don't go to class i guess they just kind of hang out at school in the hallway
0: scott is a badass
1: he is a badass the fucking ambulance comes the the paramedics come and they're wheeling the fucking gurney and they're like what the fuck's going on and then out comes the teacher on the fucking gurney and he's like "Ah, oh my god screaming holding his neck and blood's like spraying out of it and he's like he bit me and everybody's like what the fuck and then the kid who went nuts kind of jumps out and does a little superhero pose and then runs away oh Oh, no he doesn't he he doesn't run away
0: oh jesus no there's so much more to unpack in this dude
1: do it better because i forgot what the hell
0: i was doing First off, we're introduced to Maddie. Okay, so like Scott and Tim are standing again during class out in the hallway, along with fucking everybody else, like you said. Do we meet Maddie here? Yes. Maddie shows up, and he's dashing by, and they're like, hey, Maddie, what's Mm. up? He's like, you guys got to come check this out. So Not only is Maddie out of class and running to the class, but he knows exactly what's going on when everyone else in the school seems oblivious. Also, Maddie is wearing a Ramones shirt with the O blacked out. Was that like a copyright thing? They were like... <laughs> sure. I saw. I thought
1: the same thing, and I have no fucking idea.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I couldn't get... Past. At first I thought he just had a necklace or something that was covering it, but no, it it's consistent throughout his appearance in the movie. Then Maddie rushes into the classroom, and out come the paramedics with this guy on the gurney. Now... He's not strapped down. They're not administering any care. He's just holding his throat and thrashing back and forth on top of this gurney, screaming, he bit me, he bit me, he bit me. And then out dashes the zombie student, right? And he he runs face first into the wall, falls down, and then jumps up in the superhero pose, like you were saying. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) And my son just looks at me and goes, wait a minute. Nobody thought to restrain that kid before they put the guy on the gurney? No. No, that why would they? (laughs) So then it gets even better, right? The guy decides to charge Scott, who we've established is a badass. Scott jumps up, slams this dude in the face with the brass knuckles that we established in the the quarterback scene. And the guy goes down, like immediately goes down and just starts gurgling and then uh, falls silent. And Scott's like, yeah, fuck you, bitch. And then we cut to 30 seconds later, everybody's acting like Scott didn't just fucking murder one of his classmates.
1: Uh, yeah, it's fine.
0: (laughs) What the fuck is going on in this school? He didn't, it's Florida. It's just chaos down there. you know what? I hadn't thought of that because I thought it was, I thought it was like Louisiana or Mississippi. Granted, not much better than Florida, (laughs) but not with the legacy of pure insanity that Florida has, uh, most, mostly just scumbaggery. And incest.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> I talk so much shit about places I've never
1: been and know nothing about. Well, I hate
0: Florida. So I just know Florida by rep. No, you know what? I was in Florida once Thanksgiving of 1995. Jesus. that was... No, 96 <laughs> Thanksgiving of 1996. I spent Thanksgiving in Florida and uh, it was, you know, it's November in Florida. It's 85 to 90 degrees <laughs> out every day and everyone is wearing sweaters.
1: And then you're just like, you guys are all pussies. We, we were
0: swimming in the swimming pool and people were looking at us. We, we, were, we were staying at this little motel. My, me and my whole family was staying at this little motel as we had Thanksgiving with these friends of my parents. And the entire cast of locals was, was dressed up in sweaters and staring at us like we were mad going swimming in 85 to 90 degree weather
1: yes uh because we we were there in february so i have been so you had the
0: exact same experience
1: <laughs> kind of yeah um i went i went on the jurassic park ride i didn't have a coat on or anything but it, it was it was kind of cold it was actually kind of cold because it was that rainy florida weather so like in the
0: high 50s maybe something
1: like that yeah and I'm, I'm i'm fine i'm a little cold but it's you know i'm waiting to go on the jurassic park ride because i've been seeing it since i was a little kid i'm like fuck i didn't even realize i was there until we were like halfway through the trip and i'm like what the fuck oh yeah i fucking forgot oh my god let's go to jurassic park and you get there and the and it's the big gate and i'm like this is the fucking greatest thing i've ever seen in my life because i'm a huge nerd but I, I i'm riding this thing this old man is sitting next to me and i'm like yeah i rode that incredible hulk ride twice already he's like you're crazy and he, i think he probably made fun of me for not wearing a coat but it because it's going to splash me like it's gonna get cold i didn't get as wet as i thought i would so don't be too worried about that why is it there.
0: splashing on the jurassic park ride there's no the water, water slide. in jurassic park the water slide part there's no water in jurassic
1: park it, but it's a boat ride why and they make jurassic park a
0: boat ride that doesn't make any sense it should be you should be in the Jeep. Right. You're Logically, re- you're in the boat, but log- there is it's no boat. Jurassic Park. There's no fucking boat. There's literally a ride in Jurassic
1: Park. They could have modeled it after. That is a good point. I never thought about it. They made it. But, you know, I got to see T-Rex pop out and shit. It was pretty fucking cool. That's... I would totally be down for that. And I went on I went on the King Kong ride and it was a, King Kong was one of those 3D rides. Right. So we had the 3D glasses on. Oh, nice. And we get to a point where Kong is there in my face. So I took off my glasses. I'm like, holy shit. That thing's fucking real. <laughs> And I got really excited Nice, it was so cool. Nice. <laughs> I, that, that made me so happy. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck. So that was not 3D. That part was awesome. That made me very happy. So Florida's a
0: mixed bag is all we're saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I went to the touristy part and I didn't hate it, but I hate everybody that I've ever met that's come from there. So,
0: But if you happen to be in high school in Florida and you punch one of your fellow students with brass knuckles such that he dies, don't worry. Within five minutes, everything will be back to normal.
1: And he's not really dead, which we'll find out here in a few minutes. Does that character come back? Sure does.
0: Oh, okay. I completely forgot. They, they were they were reusing so many of the zombies. Like, the zombies from the party, they reuse at the concert as oh, well. Yeah.
1: So let's cut to Maddie walking home. We we established that the, the, the three main guys are going to go to the concert and hang out and do all that shit.
0: Right. Well, it turns out Maddie is living in a squat with his mom.
1: Yeah, it... it... <laughs> It's not even furnished. It's weird. There's a lot of weird an shit in there.
0: abandoned building is what it is.
1: <laughs> and that, that, that's my first mention of swamp people.
0: Yes, Maddie is clearly descended from swamp people.
1: We get a random shot of a spider on his door or on his porch.
0: And he does this thing where he looks over and he's looking at the spider, but they place the spider right in front of the camera. So rather than doing the logical thing that an actor would do and looking just to the upper outer edge of the camera, he, he looks straight <laughs> into the motherfucking lens. He's
1: looking right through you at that point. It's yeah. kind of weird. He's in the house. He's like mom and there's there's nothing then he goes upstairs finds a bed covered in blood his mom's a zombie are you surprised he finds a bed covered
0: in swirls of syrup because you can see (laughs) the swirls where they were spraying the fake blood out of the bottle and just swirling it around it is the most like done in three minutes effect I have ever seen at this point I was just laughing uncontrollably for the entire rest of the scene because not only does he walk into this abandoned squat and he walks up to it was beautiful
1: apparently they had oh and then please god help me they were here at this location I think for like three days or something okay Uh, when they first got there the old man the old man who owned the place was not letting them go in anything he wasn't letting him do anything So, so I'm sure they had to fuck and like re- be real quick about it eventually they figured it out and he changed his tune and started waving at him and being all nice and shit but they- <laughs> on the documentary they have him on there being like where's your permit you don't have a permit <laughs> like this isn't a movie because people just kind of showed up and started walking around in the houses and stuff as they were supposed to do oh, like they were allowed God. to people don't take so a shit was it seriously. like the neighbor or something that was the dude who owns all all the all that property and he's bitching at them about a permit the permit is you we paid you to he didn't believe it because they didn't have the permit on them. Their producer had it. They were new. This is their first time. So, so little Maddie gets attacked by his mom. More, more cool skin stretching effects.
0: Again zombie effects are our top drawer
1: and then i didn't realize this my years ago watching this but i just had a thought i'm like wait how does maddie make it to the party so fast but then i realized the preppy kids the cheerleaders and the jock guy they drive right past maddie's house because the party house where they're going is on that's on that guy's property yeah it's like at the end of the street (laughs) yeah so then we cut
0: to chris's house and every when we get to chris's house is when i kind of had this moment where i was like it kind of looks like everyone in this movie is just driving their mom's car
1: (laughs) he's got an suv
0: He's got a shitty mom SUV, though. So do you. Yeah, which I got from my mom. (laughs) Really? Yes. When my mom died, I inherited her shitty mom SUV.
1: I bought my own. You bought your own mom SUV? Yeah. I have an Outback everybody so when chris gets home he sees that the neighbor has left his fucking lawnmower on which is apparently is a weird thing I'm not in florida i imagine that shit just happens all the time but also <laughs> yeah it wouldn't happen because i'm pretty sure those things shut off the second you stand up and don't sit down on them
0: yeah i thought okay. they were supposed to have some some kind of automatic shut off thing too
1: and then there's which chris doesn't see it but we do there's a little bit of blood on the grass in front of the lawnmower which never and gets on the
0: tire that is on the opposite side from chris
1: never gets uh revisited so we don't actually know why maybe maybe they were shooting the tape from Sinister with that (laughs) there you go which is the coolest part of that fucking movie by the way that that specific shot that is the scariest part of the movie yes oh my god nothing nothing I'm just gonna run over your head like what the fuck that movie's awesome Chris's dad happens to be the mortician I'm a little disappointed that
0: he's not walking around with a pistol on his hip
1: something tells me he's not a Florida guy quotes.
0: I'm making a reference to Return of the Living Dead. The mortician oh. has the oh with the
1: pistol on his hip. <laughs> and I'm making a reference to everybody in Florida being a cousin fucking hillbilly. Speaking of which, I only just learned that uh, that you're according to, to the
0: lore of Return of the Living Dead, that guy. If you pay attention to some very subtle context clues, the guy who plays the morti- the mortician character is supposed to be a Nazi, an ex Nazi who fled. Germany.
1: I need to get a copy of that movie, I think. Just I know I'm not going to be able to get the Shout Factory version because Yeah,
0: good fucking luck finding that for under 150 bucks.
1: One of these days I might just buy it cuz I can.
0: Oh, that would that'd be nice. <laughs> hey, if you if you can get it. But
1: yeah, if you live in Florida, you're fucking cousin. It's just I, I don't make the rules. So Chris tells his dad that he's gonna go into town. So they 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 do live out in kind of like not a suburb even. It's like I can't really explain it. It's
0: no, it's a suburb. I call it a suburb. Okay, it's a Florida suburb. I call it the boonies. (laughs) It's a Florida suburb.
1: So they're gonna they're gonna go to go into town to see this band for a couple hours. That's the way Chris words it. And then the dad says, "Okay, be back by midnight, again, Monday." (laughs) Yeah, what the fuck. (laughs) School night.
0: This all should have taken place on a Friday. And it's all established with that one line from the teacher. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I feel like... If the teacher had just changed... If they just changed the teacher's line to where he was like, well, I hope you not haven't worn yourself out too much so that you won't have fun this weekend. Yeah, you know? something. Stephen bad dialogue choice it's almost like not a ton of care went into writing this script you
1: have a career now dude remake this you know i wouldn't hate to see a remake of this we know you have it in you like you could do this use the same script tighten but it up a little yeah i would like to see a bigger budget version and of this. write a fucking ending no don't write an ending yeah <laughs> Make a sequel. It would
0: never get made Uh, that way. Come on.
1: No, it wouldn't. So this is where Chris walks out and the zombie kid from school who attacked the teacher, this is where he comes into the house. Well, Whoever this zombie fuck is, he attacks Chris's dad. Of course he does.
0: Yeah, big surprise. And then we cut to to Scott and Tim. Playing video games, (laughs) eating crackers. Here's (laughs) the thing, right? This scene is kind of funny because this movie does almost everything wrong, except the special effects. You know, the special effects, top notch. Not gonna crap on the special effects, but almost everything else about this movie is wrong. The script is terrible. The acting is terrible. The cinematography is terrible. The establishing the, of the scenes and everything is awful. They do almost, even the technology they decided to go with when making the movie was bad. But when Scott is playing video games, unlike every Hollywood movie with professional actors in a professional budget that I've ever seen, With a video game playing scene in it, I actually believe he's playing video games from the way he's doing it it's probably because he was it's the only time i've ever seen a character in a movie playing video games who actually looks like they're playing video games yeah have you ever seen the wizard yeah i've seen the wizard i'm not like i mean
1: there's a scene where Bo bridges is fucking playing he says it's ninja he he is playing the ninja turtles right and he's shooting all shooting all this shit about it i'm like none of those characters are even in the game but then he's like (laughs) dude he's doing the thing where he's like jumping the controller in his hands like jiggling it okay you know what in fairness that's just something the
0: one time my dad tried to play video (laughs) games that is exactly Exactly what he did
1: and he's like i just got i just beat mecha turtle at the end of level three i don't think mecha turtles in that game <laughs> the fuck are you talking about <laughs> tim and scott are just kind of hanging out they're waiting for chris again playing video games eating crackers uh they're talking about what happened at school that day no mention of scott punching him in the fucking face though maybe it's just a normal occurrence and everybody's afraid of him he does spaz out later it's a little scary yeah,
0: he kind of loses his <laughs> shit, doesn't he?
1: I wrote down, we cut to, as Chris shows up and honks the horn and they they, they run away. Uh, at the party, we cut to the party, which is already in full swing at five o'clock. But I mean, I guess it is a, <laughs> it is a Monday, so you got to get that shit in early. And I wrote down that I hate it already because it's just a bunch of assholes walking around drinking beer. Jackie's friends hate Chris. Of course, they're like, well, I don't know why you're with that stoner guy. And she's like, he's not a stoner, okay? This is a joke, everybody. This yes. is a joke. This is the ol- <laughs> This is the only competent
0: visual Gag in the entire movie
1: because it immediately cuts to the three of the, three of the dudes driving down the highway, fucking smoking weed.
0: Although honestly, if you wanted to do that shot right, what they would have done is they would have cut to a nice close up of him taking a dra- taking a hard drag on that weed. But instead, it's just kind of an over the shoulder. Yep. Now that I know that the entire movie was shot in nine days, I can forgive them for missing well, a lot of yep. shots that they all that have stuff in
1: the car apparently was. Shot while they were driving to and from. Oh, locations. you think
0: what are the odds? Yeah. based on the fact that they never there's, at any point no show coverage. the road around
1: them. Yep, there's no coverage. There's no nothing <laughs> either.
0: Oh, and then here in just a minute they're they're about to they're about to start talking about how there have been no cars on the road for 45 minutes, and then they're going to cut to the one establishing shot that they have <laughs> outside of the car in which you can see literally dozens of cars zipping by reflected off of the side of the car.
1: Not really. I could, I, I wasn't paying that close of attention.
0: That's because you were watching it in the little 4-3 letterbox, whereas That's I true. zoomed my my tv in so i could watch it in its intended ratio so
1: outside of the party this is the girl the girl with the huge boobs in the purple shirt who's about to get eaten by zombies oh she's your she's your number one oh, in this yeah. movie. i call her the girl with the big boobs because she's not credited and I mean, uh you could call her the girl in the purple shirt
0: i guess Yeah,
1: but on the commentary track they're like oh it was hard it was hard doing this thing because this girl had really big boobs how is
0: a woman having big boobs a problem for your shitty zombie movie come on that's a benefit it was
1: something about the prosthetics and burying her under the dirt to put that fake body on top of her or something i don't remember
0: my son thought it was pretty funny that after all of that carnage and all the ripping and tearing that they were showing that all that really happened was she got her arms and legs ripped off
1: oh yeah kind of they they do show the i think they pull out her Do they do do the intestines thing yes but it's not in the final shot okay show her body so she gets ripped apart because duh i wrote because it's a zombie movie you have to have at least one of those the shot
0: of her when they buried her you know her arms and legs and stuff it looks really good yeah
1: they knew what the fuck they were doing well, one person. God damn didn't it. Know what the fuck? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Um then, then we cut to the guys driving and they're going 50 miles away on a Monday night <laughs> to go see this fucking concert. OK, they're going 50
0: miles away. And yet later on. And now, again, this is we're getting into spoiler territory. But if you haven't watched this, fuck you. What are you listening to this for? Later on, the guy says that that town and this town aren't on any maps. Right. Right. Which means they're part of an experimental setup. Right. Which right. means that they're right fucking next to each other. You don't drive 50 miles to a town that is under the same quarantine as you. No, you absolutely do that. This is almost like the people didn't pay too much attention to the script as they were writing it. I'm getting so agitated about these things <laughs> that if anything yes. should be considered features not not errors because of the type of movie this is. I am so overthinking this. But this is the problem. This is the problem is when I do this show, when I watch a movie for this show, I I try to watch it sincerely. And it fucks me up because we watch these shitty movies sometimes and they're delightful, but they're shit. And that's what this is.
1: It's delightful shit. It is. This is trash to the highest extent. It's so trash. It's so bad. And it's so watchable. I love it. I do. I've I've watched this movie so many times.
0: I don't think it's one I'll I'll watch by myself again, but I will totally bring this to a stinker fest. This
1: is this is stinker fest material. Yes, absolutely. You're busy making fun of them with all the cars driving by. You already said this, but they're again going 50 miles away on a school night to fucking whatever. And the other two fell asleep. Like, are you guys in high school? Are you like 50? What the fuck?
0: (laughs) And then, well, you know, all right, in fairness, high school students have a very bad sleep to waking ratio. That's true, but then Chris wakes him up and goes, "Hey guys, how long have we been driving?" Yeah, why the fuck would he ask them? He's and got the same clock on the radio in front
1: of him. Scott knew. He's like 45 minutes maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Does Scott just have magical time sensing powers or something? Like what the fuck? And the radio happens to be all staticky and shit. Once everybody wakes up, he's like, "Dude, I haven't seen a fucking car in either direction." What the hell? And they're like, "What's so weird about that?" And he's like, "Look at the time. It's like 5:30." And then yeah, Scott So he so he clearly knows what yeah. time it is. Scott gets the cool line he gets all the cool lines that's that's kind of his thing he gets a cool line later too but he's you know he's just like rush hour like he, he's the he's the fucking hero he's the guy who should have lived through this whole. <laughs> yeah thing.
0: seriously um, I, I i knew from the moment i saw that scott was black that he was not going to survive because this was made before the fear the walking dead and before that black man couldn't survive a zombie movie it was like the law
1: also what i forgot to say at the top but of the yes, episode scott
0: 100 percent should have been the yes, hero of this yeah. piece
1: um, what I, what I forgot to say at the top of the episode is this movie came out when zombies were still cool and not overplayed. Yes. That is one thing I made sure to, that you knew to put yourself in a time before the walking dead came and kind of not ruined zombies, but made them a little too. The walking dead isn't know.
0: what ruined zombies. It's the mainstream furor of zombies that came after the walking. Uh, dead. Yeah, that okay, yeah. Zombies.
1: It's a lot. Like I, I loved zombie movies prior to the walking dead coming so out. So Did I. So I loved I loved The Walking Dead. And
0: then suddenly zombies were fucking everywhere. And I was like, okay, I think we just need to pull back from zombies for a while.
1: Well, and now, oh, my God, every fucking horror book like I'm God, yeah. I get emails for free books for my Kindle and 90% of the horror movie or the horror books are zombies or zombies. the young adults or zombies yep. or fantasy or something but it's there's so many zombies. The yeah. only reason I have a Rob Jonathan Mayberry's fucking zombie Did you almost fucking say Rob Zombies? I think so. <laughs> I have Jonathan Mayberry's zombie books because I just like him as an author and he's fun.
0: Okay, I don't know Jonathan Mayberry. What what else has he done besides zombie books?
1: He has the the Rotten Ruin series which are just zombies. Dead of Night is like technically a prequel to rotten ruin but he did the john john god damn it the joe ledger series which starts with patient zero which is sort of zombies and then he just goes on the dragon factory is about gene splicing and mangala is still alive and he got plastic surgery and (laughs) stuff and it got really fucking weird but that's why that's my favorite one
0: okay yeah i can see how that
1: would the king of plagues is essentially about the illuminati releasing a weaponized ebola strain (laughs) assassin's code is about real life vampires which is cool okay all right that could be fun extinction machine i think that was an alien plot that i can't quite remember it was kind of cool but convoluted code zero goes back to bringing the zombie virus back predator one i'm not sure kill switch i'm not sure because i haven't made it that far yet but he also has glimpse
0: okay i was hoping maybe i would recognize literally anything out of what you were going to say he did the novelization of the wolfman
1: movie from like 2000 whatever
0: okay all right (laughs) you've actually found something that i recognize okay there we go even if only
1: Tangentially. Uh, Alright, I'm, I'm taking that. I'm taking that one. Now we can take move it. on. So we're at the party again. There's a lot of intercutting back and forth. Because the movie's really short, so they're they really they're really flying at you. Yeah, Everything's coming no at kidding. you real
0: quick. Oh, by the way, we cut back to the party, and uh the horde of zombies that we saw five fucking minutes ago still hasn't been noticed by anyone. Oh,
1: yeah, yet. no, no, because we have to have this joke where Jackie's sitting on the couch in between these two fucking guys that are ready to date rape oh, these her. These fuckers. The pink shirt mafia I called them. <laughs> they don't actually do thing they just kind of they just kind of get closer to her and she's like yeah um no no they
0: 100% give off date rapey vibes but you're right. They don't technically do anything. It's just a judgment I'm making looking at them. But tell me you looked at those guys and didn't think exactly no, that. No, they're
1: thing. they're on, they're on their way, both of yes, them. Yes, 100%. She narrowly escaped with her life. So then we cut back to the guys and they make it into town and it's deserted. Of course it is. It's a zombie movie. You got to have that deserted town scene. So they stop outside of the bar where the concert is supposed to be and they're just, they're they're looking and They're looking at it and they're like, "We should go in, check it out." Scott is like, no, and then everybody else is like, "Yes," and he's like, "Fine." He took no convincing. On <laughs> no, that one. not really. They get out of the out of the car, and then as they're kind of about to walk to the bar, it starts intercutting really quick with these quick cuts of the zombie horde running towards them, and they're like, "Well, I fucking hear something." So this is where I think this is this is a bad shot. It would oh, be a, a cool it would be a cool shot if they did it better. But like they're like, "This is a that? shot
0: Zack Snyder would have nailed." <laughs> yes. Yes. And I'm pretty sure did nail at some point in the Dawn of the Dead remake.
1: Probably, yes. Uh, he was. They're like, well, what's that? What's that? And then, of course, it's zombies, but they, it cuts to a wide <laughs> shot of this horde of zombies. And it should have cut to it right before they turn this corner, but they're already... F- Filling this fucking alleyway or whatever. And then they're like, oh, shit, there's zombies. And then they run, even though the horde is like all the like all the horde is in the fucking. I'm going to tell you.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, (laughs) God, I want to. I always want to break this down for the listener like they haven't watched this, even though I always berate them if they haven't watched. Uh, this. That's true. It's true. But yeah, they're cutting. What we should have seen is we should have seen them because they're staring at the end of this alley and we should have seen a zombie run around the corner and them brace to get ready. And then another zombie, and them maybe raise their weapons or something. And then a whole flood of zombies pour out. They don't have no. weapons yet. No, okay, all right, whatever. <laughs> but no, what happens is, we cut from them looking at the end of the alley, it's dead empty, then we cut to a horde of running zombies that should be rounding the corner, and then we cut back to the alley, and they've al- they're already filling the alley, they're already halfway down from the end of the alley to these guys, and then we get a reaction shot yeah. from them. <laughs> It's so... Badly done. It, no,
1: it ugh. it could have been so cool, but no, it it didn't quite. And that's exactly
0: that. how Zack Snyder would have done it. We would have seen one zombie run around the corner and then brace, and then the
1: flood would have happened, yes. and we would have seen the flood because that's where the reaction shot would have come from. So either way, um, it, in a perfect world, it would have gone a little better, but it's kind of cool to see that many fucking zombies just running at him. It's kind of fun. I couldn't get past the bad edit. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't get past the bad edit. Well, and then they run for the bar. And I was gonna say we're gonna get past the bad at it now cuz they're going to go into the bar.
0: <laughs> that's the thing that saves this is this movie just keeps moving, so that's what's that's what keeps it from getting bogged down and shit like that. Yeah,
1: they jam the door. Tim has his Tim has a freak out. He's losing his shit. Scott's kind of there, but Tim is like, "What the fuck was that? What the fuck was that?" Then he takes one step, trips over nothing, falls into another <laughs> blood puddle, and then the camera pans over like a, a little bit and then you just see a fucking rotting corpse. <laughs>
0: it's not rotting it's not rotting it's, it's, it's like skinless its flesh yeah. chewed off or something like that and it's got like an eyeball hanging it's a really good looking yeah uh, uh piece of set scenery
1: what's up everybody we're blood puddle the bar owner or whoever the fuck he is the bartender i guess he pulls a shotgun on everybody because it's a zombie movie and these guys are obviously huge zombie movie nerds cannot have a zombie movie without a shotgun
0: and uh a crazed
1: individual wielding it yes and he's like who the fuck are you guys and they're like we're nobody we we're not one of them we just came for the show and then the bartender goes for his academy award i did write down that it looks like he's had a rough rough after he <laughs> breaks down because he's had a rough afternoon it's only five
0: o'clock I got to say, within three minutes, we're going to establish that the water is still working in this place. So why the fuck is the bartender still covered in blood stress? You're not going to go wash that off, maybe freshen yourself up a bit, you know, just for your own well-being.
1: It's because Chris has to have his moment in the bathroom just so you feel pretty. Also, they have to do some weird intercutting when Jackie and Chris are both in the bathroom because they're just so connected. (laughs) As
0: we've established, (laughs) that's the other thing that pisses me off about
1: this is, okay. We do that
0: weird intercutting scene with Jackie and Chris in the bathroom. Then, the zombie appears in the bathroom. The bartender blows its head off. Okay, Chris gets blood all over him. I understand that. He was just washing his face. How does he then wander out into the bar and has smeared the blood around even more now instead of just fucking washed himself? He just saw a guy's head get blown off. He's, he's He wasn't ready. You're not going to refresh up a little bit after that? Again, these people are not paying attention to their mental health. You got
1: to do that so you feel pretty. He is in shock. <laughs> right before that, though, we get like, they're, they're like, what happened? And the guy's like, the band started playing and then... And I shouted at that point, they fucking sucked! <laughs> <laughs> the band started playing. Oh, then, then they got eaten. And then one of them's like, who no, got no.
0: he didn't say then they got eaten. He said then they started eating everybody. No,
1: he doesn't say he doesn't say it like that because it's like they got eaten or something like that. And then one of them goes, who got eaten? And then he's like, everyone. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, maybe he said they started eating each other or something because he didn't he didn't say they got eaten. I oh, they were even, eaten alive. They were eaten alive. That's what he says. Because the way he made it sa- the
0: way he made it sound was that the band started eating people
1: he's he says the band started playing then it happened they were eaten alive who got eaten everyone (laughs)
0: and this guy is just acting his fool heart out he is giving it
1: he's trying so fucking hard and then chris has his michael j fox line and he's like Are you telling me that you built a time machine (laughs) out of a DeLorean? But instead, he says, Are you telling me that those people out there are fucking zombies? Because he needed convincing at this point. Yeah, no shit. Also, they had to ADR every single fucking line in this movie, which is why some of that is kind of
0: awkward. Oh, yeah. That doesn't sound completely plausible based on the fact that there is no fucking way they had a sound budget for this oh no no not even
1: (laughs) whatever they are it ain't human i wrote down some lines of dialogue because it's all kind of funny but again you don't need you don't need great dialogue in a movie like this what they're saying is perfect
0: no it's completely fine the place where this lets me down is on those things that i mentioned you know like like not doing that zombie that board yeah. reveal the right way that's where if you're going to do this kind of movie that's the shit you want to nail give us an establishing shot of him you know if you're not going to have him wash the blood off then give us a shot of him looking at his hands covered in blood looking at the sink oh yeah just that going, kind of stuff just yeah. going like fuck it and walking out you know something like that something to, to to help establish the plausibility so that the action holds our attention
1: but you know what's gonna hold our attention is jackie getting bitched at by her stupid friends um because we cut we cut back to her at the party and she's trying to Call Chris, cause she's not having a good time. I think she's like, I think I'm gonna go see Chris in the city, 50 miles away. And still, the zombie horde. It was a and huge they, they, fucking yes, horde. They're
0: still not in there. They Nobody finished, heard anything. They finished with Big Boob Girl like five minutes ago. <laughs> still nothing. No one has noticed the horde of the undead outside of this party. Apparently, literally no one has stepped outside for a smoke break, cause Florida is just that trashy.
1: I guess they're waiting for Maddie. But Jackie can't get a hold of Chris, and then. Simone's like, well, ha you can't get a hold of your boyfriend. It's really actually kind of funny. And Jackie's like, fuck off. It's like, no, he's probably he's at the concert. Yeah, Simone's kind of a dick. But then we cut back to the bar and then they're like, what are we going to do? All that shit. It's really the bartender and Tim and Scott talking because Chris is already kind of lost it at this point he just starts wandering around the bar then he gets to this fenced off area and then a zombie pops up and slams into the fence and he's like what the fuck why do you have that thing in here and the
0: guy's like it's okay he can't hurt you it's behind a fence incidentally we kind of passed it well, I guess we're coming up on another one with, what's her name, Jackie? Yeah. Yeah, I, we're coming up on another one with Jackie, but does it occur to you that there's an awful lot of screaming going on in this movie when people should maybe be shutting the fuck up? You know, like if you get behind a door and you're now you're safe and you're isolated, but you're in an unknown place, maybe you don't start screaming your
1: fucking head off just in case it attracts some more of those fuckers that were in well, the building already. I mean, Jackie doesn't scream yet because she doesn't know anything that's going on, but she does go into the bath well, she she's almost in the bathroom. Yeah. She's in the bathroom. They don't notice her, but she starts screaming as if to say hey in case you weren't sure there was somebody in here to eat i'm available yeah maybe she's just sick of her friends because she is just now figuring out that her friends are fucking garbage this is where this is where it's like all right i I get that this is a shitty
0: zombie movie so there's a level there's a level of permission you have to give to them to be shitty that has to happen (laughs) because this is a budget project this was done on a shoestring budget with bad actors but these are decisions that were made in the writing phase right the writing phase is free there's no budget on the writing phase you can write your characters well they wanted a scream queen i don't have a problem with screaming but save it for the appropriate moment i hate watching movies like this sincerely i will i'll 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 get steven on the phone
1: we're tight we're brothers or some shit
0: (laughs) That's cousins your cousins so you're gonna fuck him now you gotta go down to florida and fuck him
1: oh yeah so we get the intercutting because jackie goes into the bathroom we covered that let's get to the cool part let's do it little maddie little maddie shows up at the party after having been turned into a zombie by his mother meets the 37 year old pregnant lady yes. and her and her 42 year old boyfriend he walks in they're talking and she's just like hey hey maddie what's up and then coolest fucking thing in the world happens because i'm pro-choice okay so because <laughs> i know no. that's the best i'm pro-choice so this is the coolest fucking thing in the world jesus christ so this is this is how I tell people about this movie, this scene specifically. <laughs> so so Maddie walks up to her and he just f- hauls back and just punches through this chick's stomach, rips out her fetus and eats it like an apple. And it's fucking gross and amazing. And she's screaming. There's blood everywhere. And she's like, my baby.
0: That is the only reason I knew what the fuck was going on. My son missed it. He looked over at me and just goes, why did he rip her heart out of her stomach?
1: It looks like a baby. And fucking I said, baby.
0: no, didn't you hear her scream my baby? And he goes, oh, no, I totally missed that. And it's so fucked it, up. It probably would have helped if she looked like she was pregnant rather than just looking like she was a fat chick. <laughs> for a scene like that, if you're gonna do that scene, and I'm a hundred percent for this scene, I love it. I love it. Right? Get a woman who looks visibly pregnant, not like a woman who just looks like she's a large gal. And I'm not. Bo- I'm not body shaming. She's she, be just a large person. Just do That's it to fine. a real That's pregnant crazy. lady. Just but rip it out. It's fine. Like, <laughs> accentuate that pregnancy, make it unmistakable because it literally looked like they just fucked up an effect. And, and that's a great conceptual moment for a zombie movie because we haven't seen that before. It's my favorite. I love
1: it. There's a few, there's a couple more coming. One of them's kind of lame, but then there's another one that I really,
0: really like. Yeah, there, there are some, there are some really great moments, especially, <laughs> like they clearly put some thought into the zombie kills, which yeah. I love. Even yeah. that shitty one at the beginning. That yeah. was great. That him pulling him back and breaking him in half as he pulls him into that drawer. Oh, it was fantastic fantastic that is definitely my
1: least favorite one that's like the most conventional sure but but it's it's still still it's still inventive
0: and fun and if they'd just gotten the effect right i would have loved it
1: we cut back to the bar again chris's in the bathroom he's he's taking a piss and of course zombies have to come out at the worst fucking time so he's trying to pee a zombie just kind of pops up who i think is actually played by the owner of that bar in real life. Oh, really? Yeah. And then the bartender guy comes in, shoots the fucking zombie in the head, and he gets a cool one-liner, because you gotta have it. He just goes, you gotta shoot him in the head. No context, <laughs> no nothing, just just gone. Just, we cut away now.
0: The best part of that is, the zombie lunges at Chris, and the bartender pops up, and then says yeah. this long-ass line for what is supposed to be a split-second reaction. He says... I think you've had enough to eat (laughs) already, and then shoots him. By that time, Chris is dead. I'm sorry. Chris has been dead. His throat is ripped out. They should have had him pop up, shoot him, and then say, you've had enough to eat already. You replace that cheese ball. You got to shoot him in the headline. These guys are already zombie movie fans. We didn't need to establish you got to shoot him in the head.
1: Well, I know but they wanted that line in there because it's fun. Um, So now everyone at the party naturally starts freaking out after having witnessed one of the coolest fucking things in in history. Roe versus Wade. Has nothing on that fucking scene, okay? That's that's my argument in court. If she was allowed,
0: Your Honor, watch how awesome (laughs) this fucking scene is, and tell me you don't want that shit going down. If
1: she was allowed to get an abortion, that wouldn't have happened. So now everyone freaks out and leave. Everybody leaves the party except for Jackie and the fuckers. We forgot to establish that Ben Affleck and that bitchy girl with the bad eyebrows. They've kind of broken off from the party and gone into a room to fuck each other. And Jackie's in the bathroom, so Jackie hears some shit from the bathroom. She opens the door to just see this fucking chaos happening all of a sudden and everybody all, the zombies finally make it in we don't see them come in but they're already just in there after maddie has we see everybody moment. pour
0: out into the yard <laughs> but we never see the zombies pour in which yeah they're getting it so ass backwards some of these scenes what we want to see is the zombies pouring in that's the chaos we want
1: we cut back to chris and the and the guys and they decide they have to get back to the car so they can fucking get the hell out of there tim is like no fuck that we're staying here because tim's a bitch But he's also correct. They should have just stayed there. Uh, So Chris decides he wants to be the hero, and he's like, we got to get back into town. We got to fucking warn everybody. Save the goddamn world or whatever. Sure, kid. They should have been listening to Scott the whole time. Tim.
0: Tim. Fuck. Fuck. And I wrote down Scott even says it later. He's like, You weren't right, Tim was right. Yeah, we should have listened to Tim. No, he said I wasn't right. He said, I wasn't right. Tim was right. Oh yeah. We should have listened to Tim the whole time. I think Scott was in love with Tim. I feel like They they had a thing. I feel like I now I Scott no excuse me. Tim was obviously in love with Simone. Scott was in love with Tim, but he couldn't say anything because he's got this badass image that he has to protect. <laughs> he couldn't confess his real feelings for Tim. He
1: couldn't do it. I'm going to email Stephen Miller and I'm going to ask him about that. I'm going to tell him to drive his Tesla to my house. <laughs> back at the party the fuckers are fucking because i don't know their names
0: but they are fuckers they are fuckers and they are fucking and they are fucking
1: the zombie comes in she screams the guy gets up the zombie reaches and grabs her body her jaw and just fucking rips it off and then her tongue is like whipping around and she's like she's like trying to fight him off and she's freaking out and then the tongue is just flopping all over the place
0: the effect is so fucking great <laughs> it's so oh, dumb even my son commented
1: awesome. he was like that looked awesome that's the schlocky dumb bullshit that we need in a movie like yes, this. yes that's but what you come to
0: these movies for
1: but that's my third favorite one because the, the the baby the baby the is, baby's my, is obviously my favorite number one the second one will come later that's that's the okay. third one the jock guy ends up killing this zombie with a hammer after they fight a little bit he doesn't get his yet but again the girl's still flailing around i we don't actually see her die i don't think
0: no uh, she she's obviously left for later and you know like little unceremonious there but you know that's what you get for being a bitch in one of these movies. Yeah, well,
1: the jock is in his underwear and he tries to escape. He kind of he runs into a zombie on his way out. He doesn't get he doesn't get attacked by that one. Or he doesn't get got by that one, but he opens the door and there's just a sea of fucking zombies waiting for him and they all grab him.
0: <laughs> I like that. I like that because again, fuck this character, <laughs> but he gets that hope of thinking he's going to be the badass I'm good, survives, I'm fine. and then he <laughs> backs into a horde of zombies and they just take him down it's like yeah fuck you dude
1: yes and now we cut back to the guys outside of the bar they fucking run they're they're going to the van the bar guy the bartender he takes out a few zombies with his shotgun ends up getting (laughs) kind of getting swarmed and he tosses the shotgun to chris because
0: he's just giving up he's just like well fuck i'm fucked but hey kudos to him for being a bro
1: well yeah and chris Chris Mercy kills him right before he gets into the van. Yeah, the car. after
0: he's had his guts ripped out. Still. I guess it's not the worst time to get Mercy killed, but... At least
1: he does. At least he does. He doesn't let him turn into a zombie because he yeah. helped him
0: out. Yeah, that's cool. And then... Nobody wants to turn into a zombie.
1: Yeah, that sucks. But then they they escape. They do make it to Chris's house. He has to make sure his dad's okay first.
0: Yeah, I and I wrote down, Hey, wait a minute. I gotta go check the... Blood-soaked house to see if the lone <laughs> resident of it is still okay. Yeah, It'll why not? Fucking break. And he's
1: not, obviously. No. Chris just goes in there and he just he finds a bunch of blood and broken glass all over the floor. He had some emotions, kind of has a like a mini freak out before his real freak out. But then his dad shows up and they have a little have a little thing. And this is my second favorite kill because it's fucking awesome. I don't know how it works exactly. I don't know how that piece of glass is like standing up on end like yeah, that.
0: Yeah, that's what my son was like. Why the fuck? is that piece of glass just standing up like
1: I've that? never been able to figure it out it's because it needed to for the shot yeah. that's why that's why uh, but Chris like gets the upper hand on his dad on his zombie dad and he like slowly very very slowly pushes his face down onto this glass and it goes right through his eye just like in zombie now it's not just just like
0: like in zombie because in zombie we actually get to see it this is a low budget homage to zombie oh uh, yeah I had to explain that mm, to my son he'd never seen zombie so he's never seen the scene I didn't see it before this. I had to explain. All right. This is a tribute to one of the most famous scenes in zombie movie history. And then I explained the scene to him and I was like, here's why Fulci's version was better. (laughs) Oh, it's definitely better. (laughs) You actually got to see it go in
1: and you got to see the eyeball come out. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So Lucio Fulci zombie. You'll you'll fucking that'll guaranteed be the one of the first things that pops up. Yes. You might have to go through a few videos of a zombie fighting a shark, which is
0: also a great scene. But (laughs) that movie's ridiculous. Yeah,
1: that it's something special. No question about that. <laughs> well, yeah, I only learned about it really because of this movie. I was, no shit. Yeah, I was listening to the commentary and they're like, oh, oh wow. it's just like zombie because they're like, we've seen so many zombie movies. It's fucking ridiculous. And my uncle told me eventually.
0: about zombie when I think I was probably like 17 or something oh. like that. He told me about it. He was like, dude, they do this effect and you
1: would not believe you fucking. You it had... was when I
0: was just getting into horror movies, right after Scream. Oh, so I guess I was eighteen. So yeah. it was right after Scream.
1: You have you had cooler relatives than I did. Now I'm that relative who's like my my nephew yeah. Rowdy. He he loves horror movies. He loves the Toxic Avenger and shit. So I'm like, yeah, I can I can direct you towards some weird shit, sir. My mom
0: basically, when I was about three years old, my mom <laughs> forbade him from introducing <laughs> me to any cool shit. He bought me the, when I was like one. He preemptively bought me all these books. He bought me the Tom Savini books. He bought me all these books about universal monsters and shit. He bought me, like, a library of great horror books. And my mom would not let me have them. And then (laughs) she fucking lost them in one of the
1: divorces. What the fuck? In one of the divorces. She didn't,
0: she didn't lose them in the divorce per se. She just, you know, in the moves that were subsequent to them, they got lost. And so I didn't end up getting
1: those books. I had my uncle got me so many cool horror books that I would kill to have now. So after Chris brutally murders his father in that with that fucking awesome homage kill, he gets back in the car. Tim and Scott are sitting there because chris has a look on his face i assume they've never seen that look on his face before and they're just kind of looking at him nobody says anything and then chris just fucking screams as you would yeah yeah in fairness i understand that reaction completely
0: i wouldn't want to impale my father on a piece of glass that would that would Ruin my day for sure.
1: Let's get back to the party where Jackie is trying to escape through the bathroom window, but she can't because there's zombies out there. But apparently, all the zombies in the house have disappeared, so she makes it out, and it's like a Game of Thrones thing where the distances are well established, but in the later seasons, they could just get places in like five minutes. <laughs> So I imagine that all this stuff was kind of... The timeline wasn't lining up. Okay, and shit. you see,
0: I didn't hear you say... I didn't hear you say the second part about how Chris and them come running in, and so I thought you were talking to... I thought we were still on Jackie trying to get out of the bathroom and the window thing, and then you started talking about timelines, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so I thought you were jumping to the garage scene, so I was like, oh, okay, all right, but the distance to the garage hasn't been established. They don't establish a garage at all. I was like, where the
1: fuck no, is this garage? but I mean, I it's it, i imagine it's there cuz that that's where they go next the jock guy shows up yes and-
0: logically there's a garage but they but
1: any competent
0: filmmaker at in their right mind would give us an establishing shot of the goddamn garage. Yeah, they're swamp people. They just have <laughs> garages everywhere. The garage is right outside the front. The front door connects to the garage.
1: The jock zombie shows up. They all fucking run. They do end up in the garage, which will oh, the jock
0: zombie shows up and he does this weird, like drop to his legs. Like he's going to turn into a werewolf and start running or drop onto all fours <laughs> oh, <yeah>. thing. Like <laughs> that confused the shit out of my son. He was like, Why did he do that?
1: This is Scott's first kind of freak out. He has a little freak out. Can't remember exactly what he's saying. He's just like, what the fuck are we going to do? Chris is like, "Uh, we should go to the school. Why? And they're like, there's going to be more of those things there, right? You you know that. But also, why? I mean, I guess. In movies like this, they always have
0: an establishing scene where they tune into a radio broadcast or something, and it says to go to a school or someplace like that.
1: They definitely don't have
0: that in this. But but that is nowhere in this movie.
1: There's one line of dialogue where he says, everybody knows to go there in case of emergency
0: yeah it tracks with zombie movie history they always have that you yeah know. yeah but they don't have it in this movie so they felt the need to establish that you have to shoot them into the head that these huge <laughs> zombie movie fans who keep dvds in their locker and think yeah. that they're going to melt apparently need to have it established to them that you shoot <laughs> zombies in the heads and yet the school thing is what they remember from all the zombie movies
1: so i'm not even worried about that right now you know why as short as it is we still get a gear up scene You're so... Your dick just got hard. I love gear up scenes. This one's super short, but you know, they they get the ammo, they get baseball bats and And whatever the fuck Tim has. Who the fuck keeps a fire axe
0: in their garage? I know people have axes in their garage. I have an axe in my garage, but it's not a goddamn fire axe. Where do you even get a fire axe? From the fire axe store? I've been to Harbor Freight Tools to buy an axe and they don't have fire axes there. That's not a
1: fire axe store. I was
0: just like... (laughs) I saw that fire axe I was like that looks ridiculous I've literally never seen a fire axe anywhere but in like a, an emergency station on a building or a, or a boat I just watched Triangle yesterday with my kid too which takes place on a cruise ship and there's a fire axe in that but it makes sense because it's painted red and it's in a it, it, it it's in a like a, a holster on
1: the wall. Oh, yeah. Tim has the axe. Huh? Yeah. Tim gets the axe from a wall covered in wrenches. So I don't even know why the axe (laughs) would be there in the first place. And it's a fire axe that's not painted red, which looks even more unnatural. You know what? We don't even need to worry about that because Scott finds a chainsaw, picks it up. And what does he say?
0: He says Ash would be so proud.
1: According to the subtitles, it's a guy named Lance who's going to be proud. But it's Ash. It's Ash. Yeah, he totally says Ash. Yeah. But in the subtitles, it says Lance would be so proud. Those have to be auto-generated. It happened twice. Like they're on the DVD. So we get a cool shot. This is actually a pretty cool shot when the garage door slowly raises to, to show those the fucking badasses ready to go yeah. kill some
0: zombies. That That's straight out of zombie movie 101 right there.
1: Oh, you need it. You need it. You absolutely 100% need it.
0: Gotta have the hero shot.
1: They run with an army of zombies in front of them, behind them. All fucking over the place. High road down, Scott finally makes good on his promise to drive the chainsaw right through that asshole's face. It's really quick, but it happens.
0: Yeah, it's so quick that the first time I watched this movie, I did not see it. They do such a poor job of establishing that that's who Scott is chopping yes. up, that it's, that it's the quarterback douchebag.
1: And it's also a different chainsaw.
0: Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it is blink and you miss it. And I blinked and I missed it until the second time through. Because when I was watching it the second time, Scott has that line at the beginning. And I went, wait a minute, does he ever do that? Because I know he, <laughs> he killed a bunch of people with a chainsaw, but I don't remember seeing him kill that guy. Yeah, And then I caught it on the second viewing. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, they needed to linger on that a
1: little bit more so after after a little fight with the zombies somebody pulls up in a car i'm not entirely sure who's driving i think it's jackie but simone is in the car no simone's driving is simone driving Yeah, because tim jumps in he's like
0: take me to the school take me to the school which makes no
1: goddamn sense. because then they both fall out why wouldn't you just be like get
0: the fuck out of here get going go 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 you know
1: well they both fall out. Well, she crashes the car. She Yeah, she yeah I guess. But like everybody gets in the car, but then everybody gets out. No, it's just the two of them. Is it them just the two of them? The
0: car. Everybody else gets cut off by the zombie horde. I like how in this movie we have multiple shots of zombies swarming a car. And then as soon as they start to drive, a magic path opens in front of them <laughs> because the stunt budget wouldn't allow them to run over zombies.
1: <laughs> that's true. That's true. But him and Simone uh, end up in a bog, in a boggy, swampy thing. They end up in what looks like a pond.
0: And I wrote that this is the only scene in the movie that genuinely scared me because fucking monsters in the water god damn it as soon as I saw them out there in that
1: water I was like get out get out now get the fuck out and oh he does get out though he does <laughs> not all of him <laughs> he gets attacked by a zombie gets drugged under the water and he pops back out and everybody and simone's like screaming oh my god tim oh my god and swim swim everybody swim. thinks you know he gets out and it's like oh he's fine <laughs> Nope. pans down a little bit his legs are gone but does he say like, get the fuck out of here or does he just say oh no fuck, she I'm just dead? gets the fuck out of there well, i
0: mean it's the right move from a story standpoint but at that point i was like why the fuck are we still following this bitch like at no point did we ever establish that we should give a shit about her okay Tim's into her. Fine. We followed Tim. He's a main character. We followed Tim (laughs) with her. That makes sense. All right. Tim is with her now. All right. Tim's dead now. Why are we still following her? We don't care about this woman. Because she has to die now. Yes, she has to die, but she offers nothing to the story beyond that. But the other three. No, you know what? I realized again on my second watch through that they were trying to use her B plot thing to reveal that there was more to the story of the zombies because that weird inbred that one neck guy, yeah. guy, yeah, he grabs her from behind and, and then he's like, Listen, listen, I can tell you what's going on. I know what's going on. But they never elaborate. Like if he if they had again, in the writing phase, taken time to give him some dialogue that actually indicated there was something at play, like if he said, This isn't an accident, this was all by design design or something like that you know he could have he could have thrown out a one-liner that teased that there was something more at play so that when it pays off later we feel like it was set up but it doesn't he gets killed before he gets anything out of his mouth beyond i know what's going on and then he just sounds like a paranoid redneck he does and he's creepy like if he'd said i work for the military and i know that you know something like they could have written fucking anything in
1: there well yeah i wrote it down i'm like in any other movie he is a rapist who's going to murder her yeah he's the cannibal yep but yeah that checks out but he's just a victim here uh that happens right after the other three make it to a creepy cabin or barn in the woods she she goes to a cabin it's a cab. she goes to a cabin they go to a barn and you think they're going to be able to take a break for like a second but nope the second (laughs) jackie sits down up against the wall the zombie breaks through it and pulls her ass out but she's a badass yeah and she takes her baseball bat and she gets the upper hand on the zombie and starts beating the fuck out of it and then chris is like (laughs) chris comes and he's like hey chill out chill out it's okay it's okay Okay. As they run away, Scott's like, like basically, damn, girl, that was she's badass.
0: He looks down at the body. Impressed. That she has just <laughs> beaten to death with a baseball bat. And he goes, that's hardcore.
1: The other three end up making it to the school. You know, the, the three main characters, because we don't care about Simone. They enter the gym, which just is just has a bunch of dead bodies laying there. Wouldn't you know it? The school is overrun. I yeah. Said. What it,
0: What is with zombies sleeping in this version?
1: Because <laughs> they're uh, technically not zombies. They're robots. I don't know, but they're not robots. <laughs> we
0: didn't establish that. That is unestablished at this point. It never gets established.
1: I don't really know. Uh, It's because they want to to make it creepy and make it so when they pop up, it's a surprise. I don't buy it. I feel like there were better ways to do this. Or just establish, you know, like do the thing with establishing
0: that they're actually robots or something. I don't fucking know, but... (laughs) fucking do something to establish why that makes sense.
1: My next note is Simone's at the school now, too. She just kind of gets there. Lucky her. How has this chick survived so long? Probably because she's lucky as fuck for a second. Then she walks into this
0: room where all the chairs have tennis balls on the legs for some reason. What the fuck was up with that? Were you as distracted by that as I was? No, I didn't even I notice I could that. not stop looking and wondering why all the chairs had tennis balls on the legs.
1: Are you kidding me? Dude, I don't have fucking time to dwell on shit like that in this movie because the second she walks in, there's a zombie pops up and tries to kill her but then the second that happens scott shows up and kills the fucking zombie
0: (laughs) no it was when it was when she first wanders in and she kind of has this moment where she's looking around the room and there's tennis balls on Every chair leg, the ones that are up, the ones that are down, the ones that are on a table, the ones that are on the floor, every chair leg has tennis balls on. It. The school doesn't want to have to pay for new floors, so they it put tennis balls on. was weird and distracting, and I feel like they could have gone through and just taken
1: them all off for that one shot and then put them back on. I don't fucking know. One day, one day here. Scott, after he saves her ass, almost dies in the process. He like, fucking <laughs> almost falls over the balcony.
0: Scott gets knocked over the balcony by the zombie, and then Simone comes running out grabbing a golf club. Who the fuck has golf clubs in a school apparently everybody she grabs a golf club whacks a zombie in the head in the most unconvincing way i've ever seen she's literally holding the golf club so that there's more golf club below her grip than there is above <laughs> her grip when she hits the zombie in the head with it i don't buy that the zombie even felt that if i'm being honest but it still sends the zombie over the railing where he plummets to into the zombie horde and they are able to rescue Scott which I would say good but in 3 minutes it's not going to matter anyway.
1: Uh yeah, uh so she, when they pull him up he loses his shit because she's not with Tim anymore.
0: Yeah, and this is the moment where Scott reveals his true feelings for Tim.
1: Yeah, and he's like he was he was fucking right. I was wrong the whole time and oh man, it's uh so he decides Scott decides he's like, "You know what? I, f- I fucking quit. I give up. He doesn't want to live without his love." That's true. Would but- you? I, I can understand. I can relate to her. No, I'm of. cool. I can make it alone. I'm I'm a romantic. Fuck like people. I'll just, yeah. j- I'll jerk off and live by myself. That's where I'm at. It sucks. It's, I remember that's from uh, Zach and Miri make a porno when he's <laughs> like, he's like, he's like, you know, fuck someone you met in the first grade. He's like, I met my wife in kindergarten and she's been the queen of my world ever since. And if you can do it again, I would jerk off and live by myself. That woman is the bane of my existence. He, he gives up. He's going to go and take out as many as he can before they take him out, I guess, which is cool. We get a fun little action scene out of
0: it, but it's basically a suicide scene
1: yeah but, but he takes he, out a couple he gets his hero shot
0: yes he gets his hero shot and then he dies scrabbling for his brass knuckles which have fallen off
1: yeah oh that was sad so now we're left with simone jackie and chris fuck simone i like the other two okay but ugh. <laughs> on the bright side you don't have to worry about simone for too long no no they're in the school's weight room they're hanging out but of course because again this movie f- makes you think you're gonna get a second but you don't because there's fucking zombies everywhere and we only have an hour so <laughs> <laughs> So the zombies are coming and one pops up and just as they're trying to run and fucking throws Simone's ass into the pool over the balcony, over the balcony. Yeah. But not even really into the pool onto the side of the pool where she cracks her head open and then she falls into the pool and dies
0: and just sinks to the bottom.
1: Yeah. And so, you know, I, I like that they took
0: a moment there to to kind of create a subtext where there's the pool of blood and then right next to the pool of blood is the do not die text so Hmm. they're like hey pool safety is for everybody
1: so she's fucking dead message good fuck her
0: Um, and, and there's no blood in the pool.
1: No, there's no blood in the pool. As we've established. Like, they, couldn't, they couldn't afford it. They weren't allowed to put blood in the pool because then they would have had to drain the whole thing because it's all syrupy the,
0: the school superintendent was like, no fucking way you're putting fake blood in that pool.
1: I'm just turning the water to wine. It, this is a it's Christian what school. what Jesus would have wanted. Yeah, this is a Catholic
0: school after all. Yeah, like they... Oh, and earlier they have that scene, which... In the which gym, that completely sign? Completely confused me, yeah. Christ is our strength or something? Christ is our victory. Christ is our victory. And the three of them just kind of look up, and this is before Simone rejoins them. They just kind of look up at it, and they're like, they're never going to give us a break, are they? And I'm like, what? I'm like, wait, what are we talking and about? Then my <laughs> son, and then my son looks over at me, and he goes, oh, because they're
1: metalheads. <laughs> They're emo kids, they are not metalheads.
0: I had explained to I had explained to him that Mandy is basically the story of of a young boy's journey into discovering hardcore death metal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because because it literally starts out with him being in love with this girl who wears Motley Crue and Black Sabbath shirts in every single shot. So basically, he's in love with light metal. You know, he loves it. And then what happens? A bunch of religious fruitcakes come along and <laughs> t- and kill that for him and 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 ruin his life by taking that away from him. And so what does he do? He turns hardcore.
1: That movie's awesome.
0: Mandy oh is the God. story of a boy falling in love with metal.
1: I fucking love that movie. I've only seen it's it that one time. Movie. Such a great so movie. So cool. So fucking different than I thought it was going to be too. go into that movie if you ever want to watch it with no expectations because holy shit. Yeah, don't think you know what's about to happen because i didn't sit down to that. i had i thought one thing was gonna happen and i'm like the fuck is this you don't want to walk into that movie with
0: expectations no. at all i actually saw that one in the theater Ooh, glad i did
1: expect it to be weird and awesome and expect Nicolas cage to be really fucking good in it yes
0: <laughs> seriously Top, top drawer, Nicolas Cage. Love it.
1: Jackie and Chris start running through the school. Well, they're about to run through the school. Oh, no. You're oh, right. They, they
0: finally th- shed the dead weight of yeah, Simone.
1: They don't even run through the school. Like, she dies, and they kind of, like, back up a little bit, and then a fucking hand pops out of the ceiling.
0: That That's right, This because this irritated me, too. The zombie who pushed Simone over the edge turns on them, and Chris bashes it in the face with the shotgun, and it just comes up like Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Mania just... Like, ah, ah," you know, like like it it goes from being bashed to just like, oh, yeah, motherfucker, I like that. Bring me bring it on. And then they run away and then they're just not being chased by the zombie. Okay, yeah, that's right. And they walk into like a bathroom and they're just walking at this point. There's no connection between them going from running for their lives to just ambling into a bathroom.
1: The hand, it turns out, is some random guy who we don't know.
0: The janitor, the school janitor.
1: Uh, It's not the janitor. The janitor is sitting down in the bunker like an asshole. It's his little boyfriend. Yeah, his sidekick. Yeah, so they, they go into this bunker. And now the janitor's here to give us the exposition dump. And it turns out the janitor's... A janitor, but he's not really a janitor, you know. He was stationed here, just like your father, Chris. It's a zombie movie explanation. They do hammer the brakes to give us this scene,
0: and that's a little jarring, but it's blessedly short. I'll say that.
1: Yeah, it's, it establishes a little, a little bit of the world we're in, kind of.
0: Yeah. It, it wouldn't be as difficult to get through if it wasn't for the fact that Chris is an insufferably bad actor. <laughs> the guy who's the janitor is a bad actor too, but he's not an irritatingly bad actor. He's just a bad actor. Chris, on the other hand, when he squares off against the guy and is like having his badass moment, I'm like, fuck you, babyface.
1: <laughs> so the entire idea is that it was a military experiment. That's what's happening. It was a military experiment to reanimate dead corpses so they would never have to send any of our living troops into war ever again the
0: end okay now chris chris is like all right oh that's right no the one thing we have to say beyond that is there's a serum that chris's father was there is a
1: serum oh and then there's there's that one question oh what the fuck why are they all out here and then they're like well they had to test them but it turns out they can't control them
0: yeah no shit thank you this Uh, is not a bad as, as zombie movie explanations go this is pretty good at least it has one i mean no i i've watched Hundreds of zombie movies. This is one of the better zombie movie explanations yeah, yeah, no. I've ever
1: seen, and because, and also because they don't try to fucking nail it into your head the whole time. Yeah, it's just like a couple minutes. Poof, we're gone. We're going to go get the serum and off we go. Yeah. And Except then it lets you down. That assistant guy is kind of an overactor though. Like there was oh, that.
0: Everybody's a fucking overactor. <laughs> well, I
1: just, his was the most egregious for some reason. It just bothered me the most when the, when the school, like it started to shake and off screen, like the second it went, it didn't even start moving. And he's like, everybody stay still. Nothing happened. <laughs> and then he kind of moved, just does that weird thing with his hands. I'm like, okay. Yeah. It's, it's...
0: It didn't really catch my attention just because everybody is hamming it up so hard. Go Oscar
1: bait somewhere else, motherfucker. The only one who really irritated me was Chris. <laughs> uh, speaking of, his dad's the mortician and he will say that. He's like, my dad's a mortician. He's like, yeah, and I'm just a janitor. Har har har. So he, but his dad created created the serum to make it so they can't stop the zombie virus, but they can stop it from happening to them. So Jackie and Chris go for it. They end up at the morgue. It's at the morgue and it's all fucked up. There's blood and shit everywhere and then these dudes weird they're not hazmat suits because they don't even have any arms they're just like <laughs> they're sleeveless So <laughs> my son was like what the fuck is with these guys they look like they're armored for the apocalypse but then their arms are just out yeah oh they're they are not armless the shirts are armless i meant sleeveless the guys have arms yeah,
0: everything they're wearing looks super protective and then they've just got bare arms
1: yeah it's weird so they're looking for this fucking serum and jackie's like what are we looking for and he's like anything that could save our lives or some shit <laughs> like it's so haphazard mean? what does that mean uh but at this point
0: the, the movie has completely given up on even trying anymore <laughs> yeah
1: so uh they they get into a little fight with these guys because those guys they're like they're infected i'm like if they were infected would they not be like, yeah, if they were infected, you would not be chasing them. They would be chasing you. That makes sense, doesn't it? Chris and Jackie try to escape those assholes to run outside Full Sail University.
0: I can't get over that. It's <laughs> Full Sail University. That's
1: fantastic. It that, that adds a whole new layer to it. I love it. And then they run outside. They notice, oh, fuck, there's zombies down there. Can we get back in? Let's get back in. And then the door's locked for some reason. It wasn't locked when they got there. Nope. Wide open when they arrived. No. um, You know what? It was wide open. But the fucking guy gave him the key. We never see him unlock the door. No, he gave him the key to the Jeep. Oh, is
0: it the key to the Jeep? Yeah, they just ran up and opened the fucking door. It was just open. And then it locked all of a sudden. What the fuck? Okay, anyways. (laughs) Because now the guys are apparently all concerned with security, but they weren't before when they were there. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Or maybe the idea is that they just arrived after these guys arrived there. But these guys look like they've already been looking
1: around for a while. So needless to say, they can't get in. Well, it's not needless to say, because I had to say it. Yeah. They can't get back in. <laughs> so I do that all the fucking time.
0: I'm like, suffice it to say. And then my son looks at me and goes, well, obviously it didn't suffice to say, because you felt the need to clarify afterwards.
1: So Chris and Jackie turn around. The The horde is still just kind of waiting there. They're not really doing anything. No, I the mean, horde is charging. They just, sort of, they just
0: keep charging. They yeah. never actually arrive. They just keep
1: charging. It's like a video game glitch. <laughs>
0: Like, they're running constantly, but they never get any closer? Yes,
1: it happens, man. Closer, so they, not closer. Well, now they're in a cluster, because they're, they're about to die. They're, like, cuddled up against each other, and Chris has the gun in his hand. And Jackie goes, what are we going to do? And then, big close-up on Chris, he cocks that fucking shotgun, and he says hold on and then credits i fuck you i fucking love it so i love it
0: you a lot was just a that was just the filmmakers giving up a lot i have a feeling i have a feeling they shot this movie chronologically got to that mm -hmm. point and we're like god damn it we don't have enough money to go for the extra five days all right we'll just end it here and put to be continued maybe we can finish it later
1: a lot of people apparently said it like one reviewer maybe several reviewers said it was one of the ballsiest endings they've ever seen (laughs) oh it's ballsy (laughs) it's but it's ballsy to walk to
0: go to an entire audience of movie buyers and just be like ha ha we got
1: your money bitch it's too late they got my money twice i bought this brand new two times oh my
0: god seriously
1: yeah the first time i found it at well i found it
0: at walmart and it just looked cool so i bought it why would you buy this why did you buy it a second time because i couldn't find I it don't understand. Did you lose the original disc or something? It's down there somewhere. You just don't know where it is?
1: No, but I also got five extra movies with it, so.
0: Oh, well, yeah, that's fair. I'm wondering if they're all in full screen aspect ratio too because that's going to be frustrating if that's the case. Rogue shouldn't be because I have a copy of that too I th- I feel like this pack was just them slapping whatever the original pressing of it was yeah. they just copied that and slapped it into this yep. case so I'm hoping it's the exact
1: same Economaton I'm hoping Rogue
0: and, and Black Sheep at least are both actually widescreen because I I want to see Rogue and I love Black Sheep Rogue was
1: great I actually did watch that one I don't I hate fucking Sam Worthington I I'm not a huge Sam Worthington fan myself but the movie looks good he just kind of lucked his
0: way into a fucking acting career (laughs) i completely agree with you i find him to be utterly unremarkable he's fine but eh. if you put him in a good movie then it's fine because he's he's fine i will never go to a movie for sam worthington but sam worthington won't keep me away from a movie
1: are those your final thoughts on this movie by the way,
0: <laughs> my final thoughts on this movie are if you can enjoy a bad movie for its fun factor, totally worth checking out 100%. I would recommend you buy this because it is of that caliber. It is.
1: And the collection is only $10 or some. Shit, yeah, it's so.
0: it's dirt cheap. It's right there with movies like The Dead Next Door, like. The original Evil Dead, it's not on that level, don't get me wrong, because the original Evil Dead actually has some quality to the filmmaking and storytelling, but in that you can just watch it, and it is just a blast. It's just fun, start to finish. If you have to have a coherent story and (laughs) an intelligent narrative and well-drawn characters and decent acting, stay as far as you fucking can away from this movie, because it has none of those things. No. It's just cheesy fun. That's it.
1: In my opinion, it's 75 fucking minutes. Just watch it and shut up.
0: I give this movie two stars because the special effects are really good and everything else is shit. <laughs> and I absolutely love it and we'll watch it again. Yes.
1: Yes. A- a- amen. Because there's so much... Jesus stuff in this because of the Catholic school. Uh, I think that does it for automaton transfusion. Actually, everybody, everybody who listens to this, you guys should bug Stephen Miller. We can have him on the show. I would be, I, down, I with, think I would he, be down for that. I think he might be low enough on the, on the directing totem pole, on the Hollywood totem pole to where we can talk to him.
0: We could do a uh, lock in two or escape plan Two. escape plan me? Two. oh God, I wonder lock if, in. Where I the wonder fuck did I get that? I
1: wonder if he's bitter about it. <laughs>
0: I don't know. But we could do something. We we could do another one of his movies. I would totally do another one of his movies to have him on. I do another one of his movies anyway. Like after this, this Uh, under the
1: bed. Under the bed's not good. (laughs) It's not fun like this. It's not good. Okay. Well, I want something fun. One of his Bruce Willis movies because we can make fun of Bruce Willis. Okay. Yeah. Even though he's probably in it for like three seconds. (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> that's what he does. So yeah, I don't know what the fuck we're doing next week because it's Ash Wednesday. I kind of want to bring down the Catholic Church, so I don't know. We'll see what happens.
0: Ash Wednesday? There's there's one kind of sitting there.
1: If you're into this kind of dumb bullshit and you want to you wanna see me post about stuff that doesn't matter occasionally, because I do every once in a while with my bad hashtags on Twitter especially, but you can follow us on everything Social media wise at the shark pod. And if you want to give us your money and you do, I know you do. You have too much of it and we could use a little. And we have something to offer. Not
0: much. We're not asking for it for free. <laughs> Motherfuckers, we're offering you an opportunity. This is the business opportunity of a lifetime. For like a dollar or something. You can support your favorite
1: podcast because this is your favorite podcast. It is. If you say it this three is times. Your favorite podcast.
0: This is your favorite.
1: That three is the magic number according to every call center I've ever worked at. If you tell them that you helped them, even if you didn't, they'll think you did. Is that seriously one of their methods? Yes. No, I'm not joking. I'm not uh, I know. I, even a little. I, I don't doubt it for a second. They're like, I'm glad I can help you today. Oh, cool. Yeah, thanks. Well, I'm glad I got to help you today. So this is the thing. Well, I'm glad I helped you with your problem today. Motherfucker, stop <laughs> lying to me. Um, so anyways, this is
0: your favorite podcast.
1: Come to our Patreon and you can hear us talk about all the Friday the 13th movies in our 2021 the 13th, where we talked about all 12 of those motherfuckers. Yeah, and by the thing. time
0: this is out there will be at least one in our uh year in the asylum
1: but yeah a year in the asylum where we're talking about mockbusters produced by the distribution company the production company whatever they are the asylum patreon.com slash sharkscrosshollywood hollywood you can hear us talk about all that dumb bullshit you can come back and listen to us do this for free and just you know tell everybody about it and then that'll that'll be good enough for me hey the next
0: time you're going down on someone just be like hey by the way have you checked out Sharks Across Hollywood?
1: And then they'll be like, be like shut up, somebody whose name I don't know. I, don't fucking know. I was going to say dad, but that, <laughs> 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 but that didn't work. Good Sorry. times. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with some fucking random movie that we'll do and we'll talk about. And again, you'll know when we do. But hey, we'll, we'll, we'll see you next time. Until then, stay jossom.